to getting salty, baby. Yeah, here's the getting salty. Old Dairy Isle, established 1953. Oh, yes, and a local offering. <gasps> the Dutchman! The medium Gouda. Hell yeah. That Dutchman's cheese farm, which is actually what it's called. <laughs> I'm not just farm. like, oh, that Dutchman. Oh, okay. We got some nays. Got some nays. And uh, <gasps> the champers. The champers. Champagne faux bear. A brute. Oh, explain. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was trying to. <laughs> trying to come up with a joke where I could say like the word brute like b-u-r-t-e and then I was like you know what after my George Costanza comment I'm just not just not even go down that road so the, the <laughs> it's just for context what that was was I was like oh Ray you're the Jerry Seinfeld to my George Costanza at which point she just starts gently touching my hair and doesn't make eye contact and then just goes I am the Jerry, and you're George because you're so, so fun. fun. <laughs> you're so. I was just really fun. distracted by arranging your uh, your Lea do curls. I'm doing again. <gasps> Thank you. Right now. I just always want you to look your best. Thank you. I always. But yeah, I lost my way halfway through that compliment, so it's okay. Thank you for the compliment. You're welcome. Here, I'm gonna put. Should we introduce? Yes. I mean, this is episode. Number this is well, I mean, technically it's episode number two because of the trailer. <laughs> because of the trailer. It takes the wind out of our but sails a little bit. But also technically, I mean, the beginning of our podcast career, this is technically what, episode I mean, 13 or 14? <sighs> Delaney and I have been podcasting together for a while. And we use the term podcasting a little loosely. Very liberally. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is like our first real kick at the can in that we planned it. We have microphones. We have notebooks. We have notebooks. Yeah. That's huge. Branded notebooks. Uh, yes, everyone saw them on the Insta. Well, everyone should have seen them on the Instagram well, if you page. Didn't already. You're going to see you them. You will soon. see them again. Um, but this is—they're welcome to the podcast. They are. No, they are welcome. They are. To the <laughs> no, welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm so sorry. Lost my grasp on grammar. <laughs> they are welcome to the podcast. We just want you to know you're all so welcome. You're so welcome. You're so welcome to the podcast. It's already salty, episode one, and we're, we're already losing our grip on reality. Yeah, absolutely. We're coming to you live from the world's smallest kitchen. Yep. Don't Google it, but it might be. Yeah, it could be. It could be. And yeah. we are doing our first, this is our first uh, pairing, our first our first. Our first yes. episode. We'll Our just, first episode. You know what? Yeah. Let's just call it. It's the first episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> After much deliberation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are doing grilled cheese. Yes. Paired with. Paired with a lovely champagne of my choice. Yes. And why did you pick a champagne? Um, because when you're going classic with something as simple as a, a grilled chip. A grilled chip has. Um, <laughs> I always feel that it's fun to go in the opposite direction with your wine. Something mm -hmm. super, uh, super fatty and salty, like our grilled chi here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just <laughs> different every time. Grilled chi, grilled chi, grilled fromage. Ooh, ooh, yes. Um, that is just going to bring forward a lot of really tasty flavors out of our champagne here. Now, it's very exciting because this is a champagne that neither of us has tried before, ooh. but I have uh, been wanting to try for a while. And uh, as previously stated, it is a Brut, B-R-U-T, which for champagnes means that it has a very, very, very low amount of residual sugar in there. So it's going to be dry. I'm expecting lots of 
dazzling little bubbles. Ooh, ooh dazzling. Yes. I love a, I love that. Love the description be, uh, of dazzling. Yes, we will be popping it open soon. Oh, probably hell yeah. closer to when the um, when the chet is done. When the one chet is done. The one chet. Yeah, because yeah. for our grilled cheese, mm -hmm. we got a little fancy with it. Yes. We tell got, us, uh, tell us what's on the menu, Delaney. Well, we went with Julian's, Julian's bakery. I mean, got to. Partially because we had no other option, but also <laughs> Julian's is really good. Julian's so, is wonderful. Julian's is really good. We got it's the good hearth bread. Yes. Normally we'd go for a sourdough. Normally we would go for a sourdough, but for some but reason there's a sourdough shortage at where yes. we went. A sourdough drought, if you will. A sour drought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointing. <laughs> oh. So the good hearth uh, bread, it's it's hearty. Okay. It's uh she's dense. Wow, can I lean my mic closer to that. <laughs> yeah. so we can, can pick you, it up. It's like ASMR. Oh. So we have the good hearth bread here. <laughs> No, we have Good Hearth Bread uh, from Julian's, which is a local bakery. We've got uh, that Dutchman's Cheese Farm Gouda. Yes. Which I'm excited to put in a grilled cheese. I am very excited I have to never put in had a Gouda cheese. in a grilled cheese. So really? I know. Oh, it's the first time for everything. And Dairy Isle, which I think is PEI, right? I believe so. Yeah, naturally aged in the Maritimes, just like me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's a sharp cheddar. Nope, sorry, an old cheddar. An old cheddar. Ooh. And no, I like them aged. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Lots to unpack there. Uh, yep. And then we've got Helen B's peach jalapeno jam, which I'm just also locally made. We're very, for. very excited. One of the stipulations of the uh, the uh, preserve that we we're going to be serving with this check was that it <laughs> was that it had to be something with a little sweetness, but also a little also spice. A little kick. Ready? Just a kick at the end. Oh, ooh! Wow. <laughs> Oh my god, it smells so good. More exciting than the <gasps> champagne popping, that's for sure. Oh, that smells delicious. It smells tangy. So let's see. It smells uh, vinegary. <clears throat> I'm going to read the little description on the back. Okay, cute. For so it. it's made in Mahone Bay. We are all about creating memorable taste experiences that capture the remarkable flavors and traditions of Nova Scotia. Each recipe has been crafted in the same way our family has for generations. One small pot at a time with special care and a lot of love. Aww. I, I mean, I don't know if jalapenos are really like endemic to Nova Scotia, but it's peach season around it here. It is and absolutely there. peach season. And it is, it is good. It is very good. It is good. Okay, well, should we slice the bread? Shall we begin the slicing of the bread? <laughs> Perhaps we'll, let, should we begin the preparation of the food ingredient? The one singular food ingredient the to food make us our grilled cheese? Our grilled sh <laughs> <laughs> Where do you have a bread knife? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Yeah, yeah I do. Something. Yeah. Where is it? Nope. <laughs> Each knife is just getting progressively smaller here. That's the closest one. I do have other knives. Now, how do you do? You do your bread thick? You like it a little tick? Oh, I like it a little tick. A little tick. Okay. Especially when, for the listeners, obviously you can't see, we are uh, slicing our own bread because we're very serious. Well, I mean, you can hardly call yourself a chef if you don't slice your, your own bread. bread. <laughs> so now I'm really nervous about this. It's okay. Oh my god. Do what feels right, and you know what? We've got the whole loaf, so listen, it's okay. Dude, that's a thick piece, though. Oops. Oh. And it's very uneven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the pressure is on, oh, everyone. Okay. I mean, I can stop staring at you. Yeah, if you raise want. over I'm my sorry. shoulder. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, as I am saying, like I like. A very thickly sliced piece of bread when it's not coming from a pre-sliced loaf. Okay, that's because pretty specific. Because it does specific. make me feel more rustic, like I'm 
Well, yeah, listen, like we I couldn't go for our myself. sourdough, so yeah, we're just gonna go for like absolutely monstrous slices of bread because I have no control. Like it's giving me like Irish countryside. Oh yeah, like that's the only meal of the day is just one of these pieces of bread. And oh, that one looks good. Okay, Hell I'm yeah. glad you think so. Oh, you're welcome. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> and uh okay there we go we're getting somewhere mm -hmm. the nerves are easing a little bit excellent well well you know what this is like completely slanted i did a terrible job <laughs> i uh we're gonna okay. have two very delicious sandwiches though that are gonna be equal parts bread to cheese Listen, at this point there's a reason it's a podcast it's because yeah. you the can't visuals, see anything yeah the visuals are just not what we're here for no let me get you a plate <clears throat> thank you Thank you very much. You're Ooh, welcome. blue and white plate. Hey, if you're not on brand, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Scissors. And then our top, I mean, our topic for today. Yes, we can definitely get into that now that we're getting the food prep on the go. Here. No one needs to listen to me go, I'm cutting open the plastic around the cheese, which you can hear. Okay. Oh, more ASMR. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is this an ASMR podcast now? I think it's going to be. It's sexy. <clears throat> um, yeah. We, so when uh, we are back from a hiatus, you yeah. guys are there. Yeah, we can address, yeah. you know, let's address the elephant in the room. Oh, the, yeah, the cannibal elephant in the room. Well, <laughs> so let's just, you know what, let's just dive in. Yeah. We, uh, <clears throat> a few years ago, this little movie came out. You might remember it. It was called Call Me By Your Name. It did okay. It did all right. It did fine. And uh, it really, it really, yeah. uh, it captured really, us in yeah. a certain yeah. way. It did like many, you know, yeah. fascinated by the beautiful everything. <laughs> everything. And by Timothy Chalamet fucking a peach. <clears throat> Which is perhaps why we chose the peach too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it all comes together, It's all baby. coming together, baby. Yep. Um, but in that episode, you know, we waxed on for a good amount of time about <clears throat> the various merits of Army Hammer. And we, you know, definitely dedicated some time to him in subsequent episodes because we, we, we had some love for him. We did, you know. Yeah. And uh, we, to all things, there is a season when yeah. that thing with the season is, you know, a sexual assault cannibal Person. Person. God. If we can even call him that. Oh, where do you even, like, start? I mean, I mean, it's a lot to address, you know? Yeah. So I guess maybe... Take it away. What do you we got will, to say? Well, it's brought to our attention by a, a little-known Instagram account called Demois, Ooh. which uh, I think has gained a lot more followers since this scandal broke. But if you're not familiar with Demois, it's essentially a anonymous celebrity tip Instagram. They don't post anything, but in their stories, they will share screenshots of anonymous tips about celebrities sent in by um, people who usually claim to be close to the celebrity or have met them in some type of encounter out in public. Oops. And the Army Hammer story definitely, I think, was like... It was like, it was a backbone of Dumois for a while. Oh, it was. There was more information was... coming in day after day, but... In a nutshell, there were uh, several allegations that were made against him where young women who were in what they thought to be romantic relationships with him were pushed severely past their limits. Oh, big time. Big Not time. just in like, a, you know, <clears throat> partners who are sharing interest in kink, but he just was uh, abusing them. Yep. 
and you know, I don't know if this has been to court, so I guess we'll say allegedly, but in we this house we allegedly. believe survivors. So. We definitely do. And, uh, you and know, that's just the way it is. We were just as shocked as you all when the, the you know, the cannibalist element came into play. Like most people. I like think. most people. <laughs> no one expects a cannibal. Nope. Not at all. And uh, that anyway, was very so surprising. We were very surprised. We were very uh, dismayed. We were distressed. And we're here to say that this is no longer an Army Hammer Stand podcast. That's absolutely correct. Absolutely <clears throat> correct. It's absolutely now, correct. I think we also have to address the other elephant in the room, which is my falling out, if you will, with Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, you're gonna have to break this down for me. So, uh, I mean, I, it, they kind of go hand in hand. Not to, not to, uh, you know, put Timothy Chalamet in with the cannibal. No, that's absolutely <laughs> not. Sorry, that is not what I'm saying in any regard timothy chalamet there's nothing wrong with him cannibal wise cannibal wise he's definitely not one as far as allegedly not one allegedly timothy <laughs> chalamet is not a cannibal it's not a cannibal but you know we don't want to get caught in this same situation again that would be very embarrassing wouldn't we have egg on our face <laughs> so timothy chalamet i just feel and i definitely expressed this to delaney in the past but i don't know they're just hollywood has this certain knack for Finding someone who's young and kind of quirky and very personable and who wants to become a serious dramatic actor and really just overloading us with them. Mm -hmm. Timothy Chalamet, I feel like he is inescapable to me at this point. <laughs> yeah. My sleep paralysis demon no longer haunts my home, but that curly headed mop. <laughs> It's just, just Timothy Chalamet it's at the just edge Timothy of your bed. Timothy Chalamet in that in those dirty white covers that he wore to the Met Gala, going, "What are you gonna do? Everyone loves me. What are you gonna do? You can't get away." <laughs> so I'm apprehensive about watching Dune. Oh, see, so yeah. okay, I'm. <clears throat> I, you know why I'm excited to watch Dune? Well, you know why I should be excited to watch Dune because Daddy Oscar Isaac, Space Daddy Oscar Isaac, is in it, and beloved <clears throat> icon Zendaya also oh. Zendaya. Zendaya. Zendaya, thank you. Also in it. But I just... Yeah, I don't know. I just can't do it. I could have taken or leave... Took or left him? T taken or left him? <laughs> taken or leaving him? Leaving him? <laughs> I could have... I could have taken or leaving him in... Uh, <laughs> wow, how would you say that? I, could I really don't or, know. I could, I could take or leave him. But I guess it has to be in the present tense. You know what? Let me start this sentence over. It kind of got away from me there. <laughs> Record when scratch. I saw... Little Women, mm. I thought to myself, I could take or leave him in this role. Okay. It doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Even though the movie in itself I felt was super enjoyable. I mean, you and I went and saw it together. Oh, that was very romantic yeah, of us. that was super cute. That was really cute. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've cut up our cheese. Oh. Oh, is the pan heating The up? pan is preheating. We will put some butter in the pan. But butter in the pan. Butter and in the pan. I'm going to put some... Uh, this is a mayonnaise household on the outside of the bread. So Delaney, so, maybe explain to us why we would put mayonnaise on the outside of the bread as opposed to more butter. More butter, and that's just because the egg in the mayonnaise mm -hmm. and the fat in the mayonnaise gives you like a really delicious crust on the outside of the bread. So it gets nice and crunchy Very and good. golden. And Which it is gives exactly it a little, what we want. Gives it a little zip. You know? zip. Okay. A little zip. A little zip. Which we also love. Everyone likes a little zip. Everyone does like a little zip. Maybe some people don't, but in this house, on this podcast. And uh, we do have to credit, was it Claire Saffitz who, who uh, I think it was brought Claire this Saffitz. revelation to us? Well, Truly. to you, and then you brought it to me. Yeah, it was, uh, was it, I think it was like a 
It was deep in pandemic time. It was deep in the pandemic time mm-hmm. of of Claire and the gang releasing many videos about yes. um what was it favorite ways to make a grilled cheese. Yes. And Claire was like mayonnaise on the outside and I was like, "Oh, I don't know about that." And then I tried it and you know what? It may what? shock you to know that the professional chef was right. Was right. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> My own knowledge was not the same as hers. Unbelievable. But, <clears throat> so yeah, no, just putting mayonnaise on the bread. Excellent. I, uh, mayo going on bread. We got butter melting in the pan. What else is Timothy Chalamet coming up in? I feel like he's in everything right now. Timothy Chalamet, he. Oh, see, this is the problem is that now, like, I have no interest in him. I'm not really following much of what's going on with him. Dune. So you've just let him go. I, you've just kind of let him. I have let him, let him go. go. I've fair. let him go. That's I know. Right. It's okay. I know. You're safe now. Yep. Except for from your sleep demon, Chalamet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Gonna haunt me for eternity now. Now that I've publicly stated that I don't enjoy him. Yeah. Sleep. Oh my god. <laughs> you just imagine like you wake up and you're in sleep paralysis, and it's not like the old lady on the chest or like a demon that people always are like that's what it is old it's lady just on the chest yeah that's what people what? say they say that oh. it's like an old crone or something that oh weird yeah very creepy I have not but heard instead it's just but... timothy chalamet it's just crouching on your chest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not for the usual reason and not for the good reason either. oh my god oh timmy timothy timothy chalamet mm-hmm. yeah dune I mean, I want to. I want to see it. Got the book, you know. That's true. So that's uh, that's gonna be on my to watch list, mostly for Space Daddy. <laughs> Oscar Isaac, who I am currently watching, as you know, in Scenes from a Marriage. I just don't have the balls to watch it. I know you don't. It's, it's gonna be too traumatizing for me. It's a definitely not a feel good. Well, <laughs> I, well, listen. I famously have never been married. <laughs> Famously, never been married. <laughs> never been married, so and I've also never been divorced. <laughs> Obviously, famously, I have no experience <laughs> on the topic. <laughs> but it's it's a difficult show. Like it's a show that plays with your emotions a lot. Like I watch it, and my chest, <laughs> my chest gets really tight because it's, there's just so much fucking tension. That's and all, that's a good kind. No, that's it's like anxiety-inducing. It's because you're like, yeah. these people's life is about to lie unravel. Yeah, fall apart. Yeah, which is why I just like can't do it. I'm like, no. <clears throat> I'll give you the highlights. I mean, it is HBO, so I was hoping that it was going to be. Uh, I'm not hoping that that's the wrong word, but I was thinking that maybe it was going to be a little bit more like intense. But it is straight up an emotional drama. Everything takes place in their house. Oh, really? Yeah. It's very cool. The beginning of every episode, um, just before they fully start the episode, there's a like a hand cam following either Oscar Isaac or Jessica Chastain as they're walking through set. Oh, documentary that's weird. style. And then it's really cool because they're like drinking their coffee. They're walking through. They eventually sit down at the couch in like the set of the living room or in the bedroom, and then all of a sudden, it just switches and it like the background music comes in. And their face just totally changes like they get right in the character. You can tell that those two definitely were professionally trained. Like, they're, I've they're never... Both, they both went to Juilliard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So anyway, it was very, very cool to see. As you know, I love that type of stuff. Oh, for sure. But uh, I, f I feel like that's an interesting choice to have a. Yeah, to have that. I've uh, not watched the um, the source material, which is um, Ingmar Bergman's Scenes from a Marriage. It's uh, from the sixties. Oh, okay. But I'm very curious to go back and watch it now and to see how much was, how much of the plot, is the same from one to the other right. because it's it's fascinating. But I won't. I won't spoil it because it is currently airing, so I don't know why I put my hand up as if I was whispering, whispering to the audience. <laughs> telling me the secret. <laughs> it's currently on HBO. <laughs> I don't want Delaney to know, but it's currently streaming. Ray? <laughs> what are you doing? Hello? Hello? What's going on? <clears throat> What's happening? You're talking about Oscar Isaac without me? Never. Never, ever. I'll answer that question for you right now. Yeah. You better fucking not be. You better not be, because this is an we, Oscar Isaac household. And we share him in this household. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Whatever. Is the butter melted? The butter is melted. Let's do a little... Ooh, a little, little splash test. Oh, there was no water in there. <laughs> Nope. Okay, not quite hot enough. Yet. Not quite hot enough. That's all right. Maybe wait for it to bubble a touch. Get it a little warmer. So we're currently cooking the well, not currently, but we're about to cook the grilled cheese in the cast iron frying pan. Yes, an so, essential tool of the kitchen. An essential tool of the kitchen. We don't know if everybody has experience with cast iron frying pans, but maybe we should talk about why we like them. We like them. Listen, I mean, no one wants to use the word better. Well, well. <laughs> You know, there's something to be said for a good non-stick. Yes, a good I, I'm a proud owner a, of one. Yeah, and like, it'll really, there's sometimes nothing better than you're like, you know what, I just know that nothing's going to burn because, well, I mean, it might burn, but it's not yeah. going to stick to the pan. Exactly. A cast iron is like, it's like a, it's like a project. It's like a loving, a loving it's like project. a loving thing. It almost, <laughs> though, it's like a sourdough starter. It's yep. like, it's something that you you take care of, you know, and that like, it gets better the more you pay attention to it. Better with age. Better with age. Like a cellared wine. <laughs> oh, there you, you go. got something to say about a cellared wine? No. <laughs> you just pointed at me like, ooh. I've got a good point to make here. But like a cellared wine. Like a fine cellared wine. Oh. We'll only, <laughs> we'll only improve with age. Well, that's what they say. That but uh, but unlike thing. a cellared wine, mm -hmm. You cook in a cast iron <laughs> pan. And you also don't wash it with water. Yeah. Well, you, yes, you do. You wash a cast iron with water? Yes. Well, not a lot of water. Oh. Just to prevent the rust. I but, see what you mean. Yeah. I got confused. Okay. Well, with a cast iron, and listen, there are a lot of, like, very divisive thoughts on cast iron. I read an article not that long ago where someone was like, you should be washing it with, with soap and water. Which I was Sacrilege. Like, what? I know. I know. I'm just saying those people are out there. Oh, disgusting. I, I know. I know. It's all right. You're safe in here. I don't know if it is. But uh, with the cast iron, yeah, you're not supposed to wash it with so uh, soap or anything too scrubby. Okay. Because it'll strip off the seasoning, yes. which is what makes it and can make it super nonstick. Super nonstick. Fry an egg on a good oh. cast iron and it'll a come right off. A cast iron egg is... With a piece of the hearth bread. The good, har oh, the good yeah. hearth bread. This isn't sponsored by Julian's, but if Julian's wants to sponsor us, your apple nests are incredible. Very, very good. No. Shit. That was LF. 
Oops. <laughs> Julian's almond croissants are really good. Almond croissants are good. But also, their oatmeal bread's really good. Oh, I got, we got their, um, what was it, the one kilo bread? Okay. It's like a huge, huge loaf. It's like just massive. Do, and you, it's, do you need that much bread? Well, yeah. I know. No, it was, Sue was starting to get a little stale by the end, but okay. it was really good. And that was Julian's, not LF. My, ah. my B, my B. My B, my B. LF is also a great bakery, though. <clears throat> I think we're ready. We're ready? Yeah. All right, hand you a, hand you a piece of bread. One bread. One bread. And uh, some fromage. Some cheese. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll put the jam on the other side of a piece. Now I have to tell you, arranging cheese slices to evenly melt on a grilled cheese piece is mm -hmm. very important to me. Then you, by all means, you take the lead on that. I mean, I, well, I wasn't going to give you the choice. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know what? I love that. Because the evenness of it melting has got to be proper. It's like, it's got to... In the distribute properly because you don't want your thickest pieces on the edges because that means when you bite into the center of the sandwich there's just nothing there there's nothing there and that's so what disappointing okay this jam smells so good i'm so excited er, yeah jam not jelly yeah Pretty there's a lid. difference oh yeah. <laughs> the, lid. the lid yeah let's uh close that up there close that sucker right up yeah look at she's that she's tick she's she's real tick she's a big girl i went i her. went like way hard on Cutting up that bread that was uh, super rustic cheese. Super rustic. Super chi. rustic. Super rustic. This this cheese hasn't been in town in a while, <laughs> which I assume I guess is my definition of what rustic <laughs> means is that it's never, yeah. hasn't been into a city for a while. No. Oh, it's looking real good though. We're very excited. Back to the topic of the Michaela. Yes, because honestly, I just scratched the surface with my scathing comment about Timothy Chalamet's fucking Converse. Yeah, anymore. you really dunked on him. Oh time. my god, I hate. Listen. Come on, let it out. Listen. I'm listening. There were four co-chairs of the Met Gala this year. Amanda Gorman. Yep. Was impeccably dressed. She was impeccably dressed. <clears throat> we saw Amanda Gorman in lovely midnight blue. No, I'm going to say royal blue. Royal blue Yeah, it wasn't up. too dark. Wasn't too dark. Complimented her skin tone beautifully. Mm -hmm. We had Naomi Osaka, whom yeah. I love. Whom I love. We also had Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah. I forgot she was one of the co-chairs. She was one of the co-chairs. Very, very happy to see there were a lot of young co-chairs this year. And listen, she, I feel that she understood the assignment. All right, you ready to get into it? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe not. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so Billie Eilish, ultimately, I think it has been universally agreed, she was paying homage to Marilyn Monroe. I mean, with the look and the hair and all of that. Seems pretty clear, even. Very clear. Yeah. So... Here's what I have to say. I thought her dress was absolutely beautiful. Anytime there's a lot of drama to a red carpet gown where like the train goes back for like a hundred years and it's just a never ending set of layers of tulle. Mm -hmm. Very, very happy. I loved the color. Peach is not always an easy color to pull off because sometimes it borderlines too coral. Sometimes it goes too beige and depending on the person's skin tone, it can be a total mess. Right. So I thought it was really lovely because she's so pale. I don't know <laughs> who did her makeup, but it was very harsh. I found it was super severe in contrast to like the delicate nature of the gown. It was very like petal soft. 
Yeah, and then she had like these dark eyebrows and a super dark lip, and I was like, what is going on? Do you feel like that's like kind of on brand for her though, is to have like something like that? I guess so. It's just like if you're going for the full fantasy. Yeah. I just wish that maybe there could have been like a softer, like, makeup look. Right. The glam could have been softer. And also, um, the hair, I don't know if maybe the light, maybe it was just a touch too long for what they were trying to do. It just, it looked very like helmet hairish to me. Like it looked like it had no movement or no bounce. And I'm kind of like, you are literally a Grammy winning musician. You're at the height of your fame. How much money did you pay <laughs> for that? From the neck up. <laughs> It's just not good. It's just, I gotta say, I gotta I just, say, it's I just I had to get good. it off my chest, so there you go. Do you want to put the other one in? Yeah, point? we can definitely okay. put the other one in. So, uh, hit, hit me with your counterpoint. Because I, well, I, I know, I've talked to a lot of people who really, really liked her look. So that's I'm not... I'm not... I mean... <sighs> I felt very much like most people mm -hmm. that attended just miss the mark well you and i did have this conversation privately um that there didn't seem to be a very consistent theme amongst the outfit choices it, the, yeah oops i'm gonna put more cheese on mine oh yeah <laughs> <Is that okay? laughs> of course Not may i There's extra the extra you want more cheddar nice and cheese yes more ched thank you so much yeah i might as well use it up yeah load her up baby to the brim, Garcon. To the brim, Garcon. Um, but yes, okay, so tell me, I know that Billie Eilish's outfit, you, you quite enjoyed it. I liked it. I yeah. Mean, it, to me, what satisfied me most about her outfit was that it fit the theme. Not yes. that I was like, oh, wow. Like, but, the dress was beautiful, but I was like, oh, hmm. this makes sense when you're thinking of like, I guess kind of Americana. Yes. I don't know if that's the appropriate term for it, but. I guess maybe my thought, and I also thought this, thought this way I felt this way about Kendall Jenner's look which was supposed to be inspired by Audrey Hepburn and My Fair Lady mm -hmm. um, that to me reads more American icon as opposed to Americana yeah okay yeah yeah and like like JLo even though I didn't, I didn't really like that her outfit was fully brown remember she had like the cowboy hat she was all Ralph oh, Lauren yeah. and it was a fully chocolate brown look with a like a fringe jacket I forget who I said this to, but I made the comment that if it was the exact same look, same silhouette, hat, all that, but in like an indigo denim, like how much more like intense and like cool that would have been. Right. And there were some people who did full denim looks. It just, nothing really gave me the drama that I was looking for. The for winner, the, theme. the hard winner for me was Yara Shahidi. I know. And I remember you saying this. It just gave me that like. She looked beautiful. Hollywood glamour. Yes, know? with the headband. Yeah, with like the, the headband and like the kind of veil down the back. The color tones were my issue with the outfit. Not Which the, I get. Not the like, look itself. The I just gloves felt it was too demure. It was very demure. Because weeks later at the Emmys, she showed up in this gorgeous emerald green, like Ms. Dior T-length gown. It was the classic Dior oh, silhouette. Yeah. She looked so fucking good. Anyway, but yes, no, she looked absolutely stunning. Her glam was... She real always good. looks incredible. Real, real the, good. Uh, I'm trying to think of like who else I was actually impressed by. Question though, that's on everyone's mind. How did you feel about Kimberly's look? I'm just so fucking tired. Ah! I'm so tired. Like they're like, wow, like so edgy, and I'm like, she. It's not. It's not. It's not. They're just wearing 
they're just cov- like it's just head to toe in black. Like it's not even. I'm just I like the concept of the look. My where I take issue with it was the quality of the fabric. The fabric didn't look exciting to me. Well, like it's just it, black. It was fabric. black. It very much looked like polyester, which I have to assume it wasn't because it was Balenciaga, and there's no way. I'm like, who? And like uh. people, if it's Balenciaga, whatever. It's a it's a black fabric, and yeah. I get. You know, mm-hmm. I get it, but I'm just like, you know what? This is some bullshit. Like, <laughs> what is the point of this? What is the, I what know. are you trying to go for? What's the statement? What's the statement? Um, did you hear about all the rumors going around that certain celebrities perhaps were not in attendance because they were not fully vaccinated and that was a requirement <gasps> of going? No, like who? Lady Gaga, usually <gasps> a very, very constant fixture. Now, uh, I'm not casting dispersions on Mother Monster. Oh, However, I will cast dispersions if she's not vaxxed for, like... No one is saying she's not vaxxed. However, non-medical it was very... Not very noticeable, but, like, people were wondering where she was. People were wondering where Blake Lively was. Now, it's also totally possible that the celebrities do not feel comfortable with attending public events, even if they are, because Seth Rogen made a comment, I believe at the Emmys, about the fact that that it wasn't very COVID-friendly. It wasn't super COVID-friendly. So it is possible that that is the case. But that is just what people in the streets are saying. I think um, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds have been quite vocal about vaccination. Yes, they absolutely have. So that would really surprise me. That would surprise me. Now, Nicki Minaj... She's also been vocal about vaccinations. Very but vocal the, about vaccinations. Ooh. Oh, the cast iron pen. Yep. Yeah. Gonna redistribute some of that heat. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Let those get nice and toasty. Yes, the chi is melting. Ooh, the chi <laughs> is melting. Um, so yeah, so Met Gala in that sense was very interesting because I think they did a very good job of diversifying their portfolio in terms of attendees. There were a lot of very interesting so. attendees. It was more of an international like guest list this mm-hmm. year. Um, I'm trying to think of who else made their debut. Um, Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek was yeah. there. He this had a very, interesting. very interesting outfit. Um, and see, like in my brain, I'm like, there we go. That's a statement piece that also yeah. he understands the assignment. Now, do you remember who my top of tops was for the red carpet for Met Gala? Oh is a test of our friendship and oh, we can't no. this might be really upset uh, <laughs> fuck it's okay I will no, tell you who it I'm is sorry yeah it's okay so my number one listeners uh, was Iman I thought she looked absolutely stunning she had she had a, that wild headdress didn't she yes yeah, so essentially her outfit in a nutshell in case you didn't see it but I would highly recommend you go home and look it up um, she had a strapless gold brocade jumpsuit pantsuit Mm -hmm. so all one piece and then over top of it there was uh, the cage of a skirt interlaid with um looked like kind of like pieces of fur but i'm not really sure and then there was a matching headdress there was something that looked like tufts of willow or tufts of fur or something but the headdress was larger than life and immaculate and the fact that it coincided or sorry not coincided but it matched the cage skirt you could still see through to the pantsuit underneath she looked ethereal she looked like she was giving a nod to indigenous interpretation i thought it was absolutely stunning well i'm looking it up here because i want what to does know. vogue say vogue 
feather cage overskirt and oh it's feathers i guess and i'm like it looks like willow or fur <laughs> bespoke matching uh headpiece yep designed in a collaboration between dolce and gabbana and british american designer harris reed the look was all things red carpet gold from the drama of the silhouette to the jaw-dropping accessories oh my god could you ask for much more i don't think I you could not. and Dolce & Gabbana, yeah, that's very interesting. Oh yeah, it is very much feathers, the one you... The one that I'm liking. But they're like very, yeah, they're very fine. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. So yes, that very was my number one. So I thought I it was on the, theme, I thought it had the drama, and I thought it was meticulously crafted. Like, the craftsmanship in the feathers alone, now that we know well, that they're feathers. Here it says, uh, very, very Harris good. Reed <coughs> designed it uh, in mind with Iman, who famously, and I'm quoting from Vogue, who famously faced down institutional racism as a model and founded a line of cosmetics for women of color in 1994, yes. seemed the perfect fit to join the two brands in a collaborative red carpet statement. America, and this is a quote within a quote, America is a country where anything is possible, so to be yourself, the most heightened, most radiant, most over-the-top version of that, is truly what I aim for within my design work. That essence informed this design, coupled with the legendary Iman, who has been a constant inspiration for me. Beautiful. And then, uh, yeah, interesting, okay. It's a, I mean, I feel like many people would probably disagree with the statement that anything is possible in America, but I get, <laughs> I get the, uh, the, the enthusiasm. And yes, the enthusiasm that she was putting forward. So yeah, I thought she was the best out of everybody. It, sh it certainly was a showstopper. Yes, very much so. I mean, she's always a showstopper though. But as we as we conclude, you know, our thesis statement <laughs> of the Met Gala this year is that no one really understood the assignment. The interpretation was really across the board. I thought Lil Nas X was really fun though. <laughs> yeah. He drew some inspiration from Lady Gaga's yeah, camp like where it was like stage. layers upon layers and each layer revealed like a different look, mm -hmm. a different aesthetic. So yes, that was very cool. Um, but you had said your previous favorite Met Gala theme was oh my yeah my previous favorite where again and it was this all the satisfaction that people understood what they were doing like and <laughs> yeah. things really hit the target was the uh, Catholicism. What was it called? Art of the enlight art enlightenment art of the something. Anyways, it was the Catholic yes. imagery. The Catholic imagery it was interpreted into a lot of um, angelic aesthetics. There was a lot of stained glass imagery a lot going of, like, on. Deep reds, deep a lot reds, of... whites with like beautiful um, embossing and embroidery. And Priyanka Chopra was one of my favorite looks. Priyanka Chopra looked absolutely but stunning. This will be no surprise. Yes, my absolute favorite look of all time from any Met Gala. Oh God, was Zendaya's Joan of Arc. Oh yes. Okay. I knew you were going for like that. Like, the way she just, like, fucking marched down there, I was like, that hair? Who, el who else but her could pull off that that wig? I that mean, Joan of Arc wig? It was incredible. Yes. It was incredible. She just, every part of it, the essence oh. she just brought to it, I was like, yes, I would yes. follow this woman into battle. I really would. I really would. I'd oh. go to war for Zendaya. You've put me on the spot. I don't even know if I have a top Met Gala were, look. Oh, I remember uh, Lana Del Rey's sparked quite a few... Yes, because she had like a she had like a chest piece and a headdress, and I kind of wish she had done one or the other. Mm -hmm. She and Jared Leto were dressed by Gucci that year, and they both had uh, a lot of. Yeah, I know. 
um, both had a lot of Jesus and Mary Magdalene sort of energy to them, which but you then know, Jared Leto was also choice. carrying his own head, so it was kind of a Judith beheading Holofernes sort of vibe. And I just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I wrote too many papers about that to be impressed by Jared Leto. Jared also, Leto. I just am never impressed by Jared Leto because he's creepy and weird. Yeah, well, he and not he's nice. got a mountain of evidence against him that he is not a nice person. Right? Yeah. I'm just. I'm just tired. I'm inclined to believe people. <laughs> Celebrities I mean, yeah. are. Well, 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 take it or leave it. Yeah. All right. So our grilled cheeses are almost done here. See, I had to stop myself from saying grilled. Our grilled cheese are almost done. They are. You can like hear. They're nice and. Oh yeah. Let me get the mic in there. Oh. Whoa. Nice and crispy. Nice and crispy. Delish. So get those ready. Shall we pop the champers? Oh, I think so. Do a, a little final toast before we wrap up our first app here. Episode. Oh, so exciting. We got so many good things coming down the pipe. We planned, you guys. We really did. We really gave it uh, the good college try this time. We wrote things in our notebooks. Oh, yeah. Put things in calendars. Oh, yeah. Planned. A new Instagram account. Always very fun. If I could get this open, that would be good. <laughs> the true professional. Listen, guys, I am, a, I am a professional. Sometimes I just have a hard time with foil. Don't we all? Don't we all? Truly. Truly. All right, Delan, get yeah, me some is, glasses. I'm scared about the popping. I always am. Don't um, be afraid. Here? Here? Here. Don't be afraid. So contrary to popular belief, I'm going to throw a little fun wine fact in here for you. Ooh. Just while I'm getting our champagne ready. Oops, sorry. That's okay. So champagne, even though we often always see people um, at parties or in popular media shake it, shake it, shake it, and then do a big pop, very, very like dramatic yeah. <laughs> opening bottle of champagne. Um, professionally, you are actually supposed to open it so gently that it uh, just a little, a uh, little pop. Okay, a little. No, <laughs> the industry is the queen's fart. <laughs> is it really? Yes. <laughs> Are we ready? Uh, I can't wait. To, oh, queen's fart, nice and gentle. Very gentle. Ooh, okay. <laughs> She's a little gassy. <laughs> we are the classiest podcast on Spotify right now. Oh, the queen's fart. <laughs> okay, so this is like legit champagne, yeah? This is legit champagne from the Champagne region of France. This is 100% Chardonnay. And as previously said at the beginning of the podcast, it is a brute. So it's going to be nice and dry. Ooh, so a lovely, lovely accompaniment for our, uh, our grilled cheese. So bubbly. All right, dude. All right. To getting salty, baby. Yeah, here's the getting salty. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's the good stuff. Okay, so walk us through it. What are we tasting here? Okay, well. I can pound back a bottle of that, no problem. Okay. <laughs> but the French would love that. Okay. <laughs> Queen's fart. <laughs> so Her on the juice. nose, you're getting a lot of toastiness. Oh. A little yeastiness. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Flavor-wise. Mm. It literally, you know what? We didn't get sourdough for the grilled cheese. But there's the taste of sourdough in that wine. It is so it's good. It's toasty. It is it's like real good. It's delicious. I don't, you know what? I'm going to be totally honest. I don't yeah. think I've ever had real champagne. Well, there you go. I've had lots of Proseccos. Lots of sparkling wines, yeah, which is a, a whole other rabbit hole we could go down. The difference 
between all the different types of sparkling wines that are out there. And I don't think I've ever had a real champagne. But uh, yes, this is our real champagne. Um, Chateau, let me see here. Chateau Faubert. And we are very pleased with it. It's so good. Really, really good. Like real good. It's gonna go good with the grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, our good. grilled cheese are ready. Oh yeah. I think we have one more important topic to cover before we get into our grilled cheese. And? Ketchup or no ketchup? If we're talking like a plain pre-sliced craft singles. Craft singles. I need ketchup to disguise the flavor of a craft single. Okay, so you also don't like a craft single. I don't like a craft single. I also famously don't like a craft single. And you've famously never been married or divorced. <laughs> Famous. <laughs> so famous. She's so famous. Um, um, I will eat a grilled cheese with ketchup up until the point of the introduction of a fourth flavor. So there's... Try to keep track. The bread, the yeah. cheese, and the ketchup. That's great. So it doesn't matter what cheese is on there, what type of bread it is. It's all fun and games. Okay. But now that we have introduced our jalapeno peach jelly, that's one too many flavors for the ketchup. I catch. get that, because like, ketchup and peach jelly aren't going to... I, it doesn't peach really jelly do it for is me. the condiment. Exactly right. It gives you like the little flavor, you know? Okay. Okay, so do we want to dive in? Yep. Okay, let's take a bite. Let's go with this here bread. We go. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, she crusty. I'm trying to find the best angle here. I know. Okay, let's go. Ooh. Oh man. I got a good cheese pull on that. Oh nice shit. And thick. Did you get the peach jelly in there? I did. It's mm -hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on the Gouda? That is bomb. That's a bomb grilled <laughs> cheese. That, oh man. That is Gouda indeed. Just the simple pleasures in life. Paired down with the champagne, yeah. maybe? <laughs> what a way to ring in a first episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are already salty, and Lady and I are definitely already salty after manhandling these uh, grilled cheeses. I know. We didn't bring uh, napkins. No but napkins. That's, all right. that's okay. This is a no napkins kind of podcast. And uh, we will be joining you next week. We'll have a couple more topics, a new recipe, a new yeah. wine pairing. And next week, I think we actually already... Oh, we are, we gonna, are we going to tease it? We can tease it. Oh my can God, look see. at us. What do we got? Let's... Uh, oh, cheese pull. Cheese pull, baby. Mm -hmm. Never mind. I can't find the notes. We're not going to tease it. Tune in and you'll find out. Sounds good. That's the way it is. All right. Later, fuckers. <laughs>